Disney Trips A to Z, where we help you plan your perfect Disney vacation. It's Rai here, giving you all the tips, tricks, and ideas on how you can get the most out of your Disney vacation. If you're new to our channel, we welcome you, and to all of our regular listeners, welcome back. Today's topic is how to plan my Walt Disney World vacation without my kids. If you are under 21, we suggest you listen to our podcast episode, 20 and Under, My Walt Disney World Vacation. Now that we gave our warning, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Subway and Dasani. Subway, a healthy meal is only a block away. Dasani, clench your thirst. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about the four main parts and of course we're going to dabble in a little bit of disney strengths but that will come later now let's talk about hollywood studios where there is every roller coaster imaginable there's our rock and roller coaster there's our tower of terror and of course there's that can't miss show which is a classic phantasmic now for all of you bougie people out there you have Epcot, of course, with all 11 pavilions where you can dine on fine food and try different wines and different booze from different countries. I suggest you guys head over to the Canadian Pavilion. Our beer is stronger than any beer in the park, um, so please be careful and drink responsibly. Epcot may just have their pavilions, but there are some fun mini rides there. Their biggest ride would have to be Test Track. Now it does break down sometimes. So we do suggest you guys get in line quickly for it because midday it usually has a couple breakdowns, but that's just because the ride is getting older. Um, depending on where you're in the line, they will reimburse you with a fast pass. Also, if you did purchase a fast pass for a certain time when the ride is down, Disney will fully reimburse you with another fast pass, which you can use anywhere in the park. Sometimes after visiting Epcot and Hollywood Studios, you just need to get back to nature. And Animal Kingdom is the perfect place to get back to nature. You can ride in the Serengeti, or you can venture to the top of Mount Everest and meet the Yeti. Animal Kingdom is lovely. You can just walk and there's all this wildlife around you. And of course, there's the fantastic Tree of Life, which is all lit up at the end of the night. Um, speaking of the end of the night, Disney's Animal Kingdom is actually open a couple hours later because of their fantastic light show. Um, this year, it's all about light and how animals treat the planet, and it's absolutely gorgeous. It's music and lights dancing on the water. It's just absolutely gorgeous at your kingdom. Magic Kingdom is filled with many different lands and it all comes together. And of course, in the center of it all, you have Cinderella's Castle where you can get those cute classic candids. Now, Let's talk about the lands that are within the kingdom. You have Frontierland, where all of you buckaroos can go mining for gold. Then you have Adventureland, where all of the... And then we have Adventureland, where all of you jungle crazy Disney fans can go and find Aladdin and go on a jungle cruise. And then, of course, we have Tomorrowland, where all of our futuristic nerds can see how the future will be. And then we have our Fantasyland, where all of 
those of you who miss Toontown, like myself, we have Storybook Circus where you can meet Mickey and Minnie and Donald and Daisy and just have a good time with them. And last but not least, we have Main Street USA where all the shopping can be done and all your snacks can be purchased. Now that I've given you the rundown of each park, let's talk about the hotels. Now, each Disney hotel is very unique, all 25 of them. Now, this will seem daunting to a lot of people, but I'm here to tell you the best ones. Now, for you and your friends who are more of campers, I suggest the Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort or the Fort Wilderness Cabins. This is the perfect place for you to get back to nature and enjoy your Disney World uh, vacation. If you and your friends are more of indoor people and you want more of a relaxing vacation, then I definitely suggest Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa or Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. They're perfect for the people who want to just take a day and relax after doing fun things at the parks. If you're those people who are in between and want a fun-filled, upbeat vacation and a little bit more of a relaxing vacation, then I definitely suggest Disney's Boardwalk Inn, Disney's Beach Club Resort, and um, Disney's Yacht Club Resort. They're both, all three of those are within walking distance of Epcot. The perfect place for you and your friends to wine and dine. Now let's talk about some attractions that you won't want to miss. Animal Kingdom's Flight of a Banshee. You will not want to miss this ride. You fly through the land of Pandora. It is absolutely amazing. If you close your eyes, you do feel like you are flying. But warning, you might get motion sick on this ride. We here at Disney's trips A to Z suggest that you do get a fast pass for this ride or you'll be waiting three, four hours tops. The, the wait isn't actually as long as you think. It goes by really fast and Disney has many interactive areas for you to look through and you won't feel like you're missing much time but it will cut into your ride time another attraction that you cannot miss is in hollywood studios and that is the slinky dog roller coaster one of the newest attractions built in hollywood studios of course in may 2020 we will be talking about the new star wars land and how you cannot miss the han solo ride but we'll get to that in 2020 Another attraction that we here at Disney Trips A to Z suggest you get a fast pass for would be Frozen Adventures with Anna and Elsa. We do suggest you get a fast pass um, because the ride line is insane. But this ride is totally worth it. It's beautiful, it's magical, and you and your friends will be singing Frozen songs for days. Now I've told you a lot about all the attractions that you can't miss and how you need a fast pass for it. Now for Magic Kingdom, of course, you have your Space Mountain and you have your Dumbo ride and you have your 
Splash Mountain, and those are definitely ones that you cannot miss. They're all classic rides. But there's also Tom Sawyer's Island, which I believe doesn't get enough um, chatter about. Um, I went there recently for the first time. I was feeling a bit overwhelmed in the park because it was busy. It was uh, Christmas, and it was very busy. And my family and I, we just needed a break. So we took that break, and we headed over to Tom Sawyer's Island, and it was absolutely amazing. It was gorgeous, quiet. We got ice cream and lemonade, and we got to see how Tom lives. It was Huckleberry Finn, and it was just, it was absolutely amazing. So if you do need a break, I definitely suggest you go over there. Um, just, just take your time, walk through. It's absolutely stunning, and you can get a lot of pictures there that you probably would never see. I have a couple on my phone and I could never understand where the Disney photographers got these photos and I was like, oh, you probably had to be up in a helicopter, but actually standing from the island, you get this gorgeous view of the park that I've never seen before. But the one thing that you cannot miss is the Disney's fireworks show at the end of the night in Magic Kingdom. Now, I call it a fireworks show, but it's much more than that. It's projections and animations all over the castle, such as music. The fireworks are timed to go off. And now Disney's even perfected smiley faces in their fireworks, crossbones, and hearts. It's just absolutely gorgeous. It's nothing like how Wishes was, where Mickey and Minnie would come out on stage. It's all done through animation and projectors. There's fog, there's fire. It's absolutely wonderful. And at one point, I had my phone pointed to the castle, but I was looking up in the air at the fireworks. And then the next night that we were at Magic Kingdom, I had my phone up in the air and I was watching the castle. It's just it's so much at once. And it's absolutely beautiful. We actually have the um, 4K version that Disney posted on our website. So check that out after you're done listening to this podcast at www.disneytricksa to z it's absolutely wonderful it's a must see um so you guys have to go just for one night maybe even two you know after you're done eating at epcot hop on the monorail and then get off the monorail at the ticket center and then go on the next monorail and go to magic kingdom because it's absolutely wonderful um you guys will thank me later now that we talked about all the attractions, let's talk about the restaurants and the dining. Now, my favorite part to dine at is Epcot because there is such a variety. And also, I think it's the best place for you and your friends over the age of 21 to experience different types of alcohol and different types of food and really expand your palate. So I'm going to tell you my two favorite restaurants at Disney. Now, one of the restaurants at Epcot that you absolutely need to go to would be the Morocco Pavilion. Um, it is such a fun time to go there. You basically sit down to dinner and you order some traditional Moroccan food. And about halfway through dinner, a belly dancer comes out. And I swear to God, even if you're not a big on dancing in public, you need to do it because it is such a good time. They gave you castanets. Um, even if you don't want to dance, you can sit down and watch the belly dancer dance. Um, and
and she usually grabs all the children if adults don't want to dance with her and she teaches them how to dance and it's like the cutest thing you will ever see um, it's absolutely wonderful another restaurant that i suggest at epcot would be the beer garden in germany um it's oktoberfest now so you are depending on how big your party is you are seated with another party and you get to know them and it's really awkward at first my family and i've done it a couple of times but about halfway through the dinner you start to talk to the people because of course you've got your polka music and you can actually go out and, and polka um all of my best books seem to be relying on dancing today but it's actually a good time um my sister and my father uh, went out and had an absolute great time on the dance floor. Um, if you don't want to dance, once again, uh, usually all the kids go down and dance and uh, a lot of them floss. It's adorable. Um, they can't floss to the beat of the polka music, but it's fun to watch them try. Um, and it's all live music and the band comes out and plays for maybe like 20, 20 minutes to half an hour. Um, and they do fun things and interact with the audience, and it's just a really, really fun time for everyone. Now, an idea for you um, on your Disney vacation without your kids would be to go to Disney Springs. Um, a lot of you probably knew it as Downtown Disney, but um, it has gotten a lot fancier since then, so Disney Springs uh, fits the uh, feng shui of the mini park. Um, but there are still the clubs and the restaurants where you can party until about 3 a.m. Um, so it's perfect to do it your last night, first night, wherever you really need to relax. Um, it's also great for shopping. A lot of things that you can't find at the park or if you missed at the park, you can go to Disney Springs and you can buy it there. And there you have it. The best Disney vacation without kids ever planned. I'd like to thank 